Welcome to You're Still Away. We're two bogey golfers, and this is the year we get good at golf. No more regretting golf trips because our games don't hold up. No more getting frustrated when we're supposed to be having fun. This year, we're on a quest to slash our handicaps in half. Let's check in and see how we're doing. Hey, Willie, what's going on? What up? Nothing much, sir. We've played a little bit of golf, though. Yeah, playing a lot of golf. Well, a lot. I guess well, it's all relative. So, yeah, I'm not sure that this qualifies as a lot of golf to the golf freaks out there, but um, yeah. we're getting out more than we have in the past. I think we both want to try and get out more. It's just, you know, we do have uh, lives and kids and jobs and all that jazz. Yeah. Well, at the beginning of this, I did say one of my goals was uh, two times a month. Yep. And while I haven't specifically kept track of that, I'm easily meeting that so that's good. yep yeah yeah i i would set my goal at at one time a week so four times a month at least and um i wouldn't say i've i've kept to that but I, i've definitely been practicing a lot i have been playing more um you know i heard somebody the other day i think it was actually on another podcast where he's saying he only played 24 rounds in 2020 and i'm like man 24 rounds ago for me was like three years ago so uh, I have plans. We could talk about this in a future episode, but I have plans around uh, getting out there more. So should be pretty good. We'll see how it goes. But uh, but yeah, I think it was about two weeks ago. We both played separately. You played 18 holes. I played nine. And then we got together this past weekend and we played 18 together. So I thought maybe we could start off chatting about the golf two weeks ago. You were in fine Myrtle Beach. Uh, you know, where'd you play? How'd you do? Yeah, it's in the one and only redneck riviera Sorry, <laughs> no 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 I... there's more than one redneck riviera <laughs> uh no it's funny though that you mentioned um you know 24 rounds probably took me three years up until this year uh, because i played with our uncle jimmy down there um you know two years ago i lived in myrtle beach for a few months um so we i played a decent amount of golf with him when i was there sure. and it the round went great. Um, but he even commented like, Whoa, like you kind of, you got better, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. And I like, to me, not much has changed. I really just think it's, you know, putting in the practice and playing a little yeah. bit more consistently, but you know, it was nice to hear, you know, I haven't played golf with him probably two years or whatever. And he was yeah. like, I was not expecting that, you yeah. know? Well, I'll tell you what, I think we both, um, I think we all, we both came to a bit of a mental conclusion before these rounds of golf as well. We were, we were talking about, about playing comfortable, like no more being all nervous on the first tee, no more, you know, playing tight, getting mad. Uh, you know, we talked a lot more about, you know, taking, taking the golf as it comes, playing comfortable and just doing what you can with the next shot. Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, if there's one good thing to take from the first major, um, you know, the, the scores weren't great, but I do think there, I, I reached kind of a turning point in my mental attitude. Yes. Um, and it was great down in Myrtle beach. I mean, the course we played had a ton of water on it. Um, and I just, I just, I didn't really let it affect me. I, I hit a lot of layups. I just hit the ball. Well, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I wasn't shanking into the woods. I wasn't chunking. I shot, I think it was a 94. I lost two balls. One I did lose into the water. And it was actually on an approach shot where I didn't know there was water. There it was water on the hole. And I knew it was on the right. And I was purposely going left. Mm -hmm. And then when I got up there, I realized there was also water on the left. 
Okay. So, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. just didn't really know the course. Um, and the second one I lost, I don't even think I lost it in water. It was just a terrible, terrible drive that I just kind of like pulled right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, on a course that I've never played before with a ton of water to only lose two balls. I mean, yep. yeah. I, yeah. I, I commented to you when we were playing the 18 holes, um, like, man, it feels good to just play with like a sleeve of balls. Yes. <laughs> you know yes. I, mean? Not like, I know some people, you know. You don't have to buy a dozen around in the pro wall. shop beforehand. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> wow, I can actually just have like a ball in my pocket and use a ball and yep. generally be good. Yeah, you know, and I'm familiar with that course you played. It, there's a lot of water. It was a Wilbrook Country Club, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of water on that course. So yeah, to play, you know, to only lose two, I think is pretty awesome. Yeah, really just, um, like we said, played comfortable. I just, yeah. I mean, my since I got that lesson, my iron striking, yep. my approach shots, being able to, I mean, most people laugh at this, but like being able to go for the green and from 150, not yeah. hitting a five hybrid anymore. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, I, I, my scores have been better. I still have a few too many blow up holes. Right. But I do like for the first time, probably since we started doing this, I feel like it's headed in the right direction. Yep. Yeah. I think that's a big theme of, of these last two rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of things to touch on what you're just saying. Lessons, I think, have become we've both realized that they play an important role. They've become kind of critical for us. And I feel like we've both found somebody who kind of like talks our golf language. Yeah. So so when, like when I get a lesson, it's making sense. I'm able to take it out on the course. It's not a big struggle, which has been good. So, but yeah, and I think playing comfortable and and just taking it one one shot at a time is something that we did really prior to Stonebridge and then at Stonebridge when we were playing the round together too. Yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah, the round in Myrtle Beach was just honestly, I just yeah, it just it just felt good. Yeah, you know? and 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 my three hybrid I realized broke when I right. went to go use it for the first time on like the second hole. And I think a year ago, maybe even a month ago, I would have got all huffy puffy. You know, I can't play, mm-hmm. you know. And so I hit driver a lot more than I planned, but I hit it straight. I kept it play. Love it. You know, everything was good. I, didn't, I was like, whatever, dude. You got two other hybrids. Not having mm-hmm. a hybrid isn't going to ruin your day. Yep. Don't be an old baby and go. Play golf. <laughs> like, and you did. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, attitude was great when we played at Stonebridge. Um, so, yeah, I think you you were feeling pretty good coming to Stonebridge. I know I was feeling great. I think I texted you after my – so I played nine holes. You you were, you were out, out at Myrtle and played 18. I only played nine, but I shot a 40. Yeah. And I had 16 putts. It was um, the divide, right? It was. It was the back nine at the divide. Started off ter- terrible, uh, a triple. So started off with a seven on number 10. Uh, I was kind of rushing. They they sent me off 10. There was a lot of people on the course. So, you know, I'm not going to make an excuse, but I rushed through it. Um, but then I, I kind of settled myself down when I got to 11 um, and just went on a tear. Just went on a tear. I ended up pairing up with somebody on 14. And normally I would let that kind of mess me up. And uh, duh, and I just didn't. I just was, I was in the zone kind of. Just had a nice conversation with the guy. Kept playing pretty good. Didn't let the nerves, uh, you know, mess anything up. And when I was done, I couldn't believe I, you know, I added it up. I, I was blown away. So I was, I was pretty stoked about that. And, and pretty, it, it made shooting well. That's my second best nine ever. So doing that right before we're going to go play Stonebridge, 
just made me be able to relax when we were playing right. Stonebridge. Yeah. I, I was just, I was able to be like, Hey, like the game's coming, you know, you've been waiting kind of a few weeks now, like, you know, still shooting 51s, 53s. I'm like, what, you know, what's going on here? And then, and then boom, it clicked. And and it's been a few nines in a row that have been pretty solid. So I was pretty stoked about that. I feel like it's coming around. Well, not only did you get paired up, the, didn't the guy ask if you were a single digit? <laughs> yeah, man, it, it was crazy. So we, I met him on the 14th fairway. You know, we played out 14 together. He actually birdied the hole. Uh, I parted. And then we played 15. And he birdied the hole again on 15. I parted. And uh, we're walking on to 16. He's like, hey, man, you know, he's telling me about like the men's league they have there and this, that, the other thing. And it's like, you got to carry a handicap. He's like, but you know, you're probably like a single digit. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, no, no, man, I'm not a single digit. And, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to tell you what I am because then I'm going to have to defend it. And I don't want to do that right now. I'll tell you when the round is over. And uh, cause I didn't want to start being like, Oh, this isn't normal. I normally, you know, double chip. and I normally hit it out of bounds. I normally, right. you know, I didn't want to start talking like that. So I was like, no, nah, man, I'm not, but uh, I'll tell you when the round's over. And then, um, yeah. And, you know, I ended up going around in 40, told him when the round was over. I was, I was like, yeah, I'm like a 20. He's like, no, you're not, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. That's no, awesome. I mean, you know, it, it's one round. It's one nine. I, I yeah. would say you you probably did back it up at Stonebridge. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But I mean, it's always good to hear, you know. Yeah, no, no doubt. Honestly, no doubt. if you were going around shooting 40, 42, you would be a single digit. Right. Just and you know it's it. there. Yeah. Like, I, and we can jump into Stonebridge because it. I yeah. Well, yeah. And actually, you know, okay. we're going to touch on a lot of the stuff at Stonebridge. So, so, but before we talk about how we played, yeah, real quick, we did have some challenges at Stonebridge, yeah. right? So we went in for the first nine holes. You would not let me use a, well, a range finder. Yes. Well, I think we might have talked about it in a previous episode, but one of the reasons I, I don't know where it came. I think one day, I don't know. You were just not that you were obsessed with the range finder. You probably just use it like <laughs> everyone else uses it. But like, I think you just you try to get a little too on the number. And I was just right. like, I want you to play around without the range finder, right? And so, you know, in order to make it fair, we tried to find something for me. I mean, my game is so perfect that it was really it, it hard. Was hard. To find. It, was a, it was a tough decision. It was. <laughs> but so we decided for the front nine, I couldn't use my 58 degree. Right. Which and, is the club you normally chip with. Right. So I was yes. like, you got it. You got a club with your You got a chip with your 54 instead of your 58. And it was a good call because I, it, your reasoning behind it was that I normally leave my chips short. I right. don't get them to the hole. I want to be closer to the hole. So, you know, get a few extra, extra degrees there and maybe it'll be a little bit better. Yeah. And, and, it, and it was, there was still a couple you left short, but I think overall your, your chipping was much better and you had a couple of really good ones. I had a couple of really good ones. I hit the stick on one. I mean, I got yeah. a little lucky, but um, that would have went, you know, way far, but Hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's actually two rounds in a row in Myrtle beach. I hit the stick on one too. Did you? All right. You got one yeah. coming. It's going to go in soon. I know. All right. But anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we did a little bit of a challenge and I would say for you, I mean, worked out phenomenal. No, it, it worked out pretty phenomenal. <laughs> uh, could have just been coincidence. 
Yeah, yeah. I ended up shooting a 38 on the on the front nine. And then the hilarious uh, thing awesome. too is we get to 10 and you're like, oh, go get the rangefinder. Like, <laughs> fucking guy just shoots the best nine of his life. And the first thing he does is ask me for the rangefinder. Uh, it's crazy, man. And and the back nine was not good. So uh so, all right, so I might as well get into it. So and I, I was giving you some distance. If we were close, I was like, Oh, I got one. Oh, you a- just absolutely didn't physically like really. I didn't hold I didn't physically have it. I was definitely it, walking right? around, yeah, looking for sprinkler head and not obsessing about is the sprinkler head right you know what's the you know blah 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 really just like you said letting feel kind of come into it and i will say yeah that was my goal i just wanted to get a little bit more feel and i tell you here's the big takeaway from that was i definitely did get more feel and not only that but it was um there were times where i probably clubbed up two clubs on approach shots and and hit greens so I think when I'm using the range finder and I get the number, right. And like, I know my distances and I'm like, okay, well it's, it's whatever. 135, that's my eight iron. And now I'm like, I don't, that's not the case. You know what? Maybe, maybe sometimes that's my six iron or, you know, 120, that's my pitching wedge or, you know, no, maybe sometimes that's my eight iron. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it, it was much easier to do that. Like the ego didn't get in the way nearly as right. much. No. Yeah. I think I do that a lot not even just with being short sometimes it's being long I'll, I'll i'll you know pin it you know 120 and i'm like all right you know that's probably a nine iron and then i'll be standing there i'm like this is not a nine iron you mm-hmm. know and sometimes it could go in the pitching wedge direction sometimes it could go in the eight iron right, direction right but like so you know it's just like it doesn't have to be the end all be all you know right like, yep yeah no no doubt and considering i did i did i did not really use the range finder a lot on the back um but i did use it a few times uh, and the, the back blew up on me really from the very first shot on the, on the back nine. I mean, I put my drive out of bounds on the 10th hole, um, had to take two strokes there. Um, I do remember when we were, when I was putting out on the ninth green, I did know, I didn't, I didn't know where I stood as far as like what my score was, mm-hmm. but I knew that I did not have a score higher than a five on any hole. And I, I really wanted to keep that. And I had about a, four foot putt, maybe, maybe six foot putt for, for a five on the ninth hole. So that was a little bit of pressure. Felt great to drain it. And I, I actually was feeling pretty good making the turn. I was like, you don't have to do anything special. Just, you know, play a decent nine. Yeah. And, and I don't know, maybe I let up a little too much or, or maybe I was just trying to calm my nerves a little too much. It got it really hot too. It was hot. Uh, it was definitely hot. I don't know if that's an excuse, yeah. but, but. But, uh, but yeah, shot a 51 on the back. So, I mean, 38, 51, talk about a spread. 251s is 102 and 238s is a 76. Yeah, yeah it's I, crazy. Yeah, we were talking later that night or texting or something. And I said, I, I feel like you tend to go more on these extremes and I right. tend to be bunched in, you know, yep. 45 to 51. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just about every nine is in yep. there but you'll go out 38 52 you know, it's like <laughs> yeah it's crazy over. so I'm, I'm hoping to really bring those uh those numbers i mean i just had a ob had a double punch on the next hole you know double punch two holes later double chips on in you know 17 and 18 um, yeah you normally when i keep score i i track like double chips uh, right OB, you know hazard you were keeping score so i don't have any of that from my score or it doesn't say i mean i mean you shot a 38 you probably didn't really have any of that anyway right yeah there was none of that that stuff but no it was great man well well one we didn't even talk about mark yeah 
I need to be Mark when I grow up. That dude, no doubt about it. Dude is styling in a fedora. <laughs> Just, yeah, I think he said he was 64. Yep. Played a tee box further back than us. Absolutely smashed the ball. And he wasn't like a big dude or anything. Nope. He's a golfer. And what he shoot? Probably a 70? I don't think he was under par. He had one blow up hole. He said when we were walking off nine, he said he was three under. And I think he doubled it. So he was one under on the front. Okay. And I don't know. He had, he probably was a little worse on the back, but he had to chip it. Like this dude was yeah. good. No, he could play. He, he I mean, it was on it was 75 or lower. I mean, I wasn't yeah. counting his strokes or anything, but it was right. it was low. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. So yeah, it was actually. I mean, it's going to sound a little, you know, grandiose or cheesy, but like, like I seriously, like I want to be, it was like inspiring to see a 65 year old do it. I was like, yeah. shit, I can play a tee box back. I can be this good when I'm older. Like, yeah, there's a lot of years ahead of me to get better, you <laughs> yes. know, like, and, and that's the cool thing too. Cause I would, I would imagine he did say he started playing when he was like seven years old. Right. So he's been playing for a really long time. And his stepdad was a golf pro. Yeah, exactly. Like that yeah, so been playing for a long time, was taught the right way from the beginning. So his best golf was probably when he was in his 30s. Right. You know what I mean? Like that, that was the best golf of his yeah, life. He was easily, you know, scratch or plus when he was yeah. in his 30s. Or whatever. Yeah. And he's still having a ball out there. He's a great guy to play with, you know, like a really a lot of fun yeah. out there with him. Watching him play was awesome. And um, but I, I did make me think later in the day. Cause you and I always lament, like, oh, I wish I started earlier. I wish I started earlier. And I do still wish that I started earlier, but, um, but I think the fact that I started as an adult and I'm trying so hard to get better, like I can, I can get excited that my best golf is still in front of me. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. his relationship with the game is a little bit different than, than mine is. He, he yeah. got really into it younger and put all that effort in younger, but I don't know. It's kind of exciting to me to think that my best golf is still in front of me. For sure. For sure. But yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I was looking at the scorecard. Like I remember we walked off, uh, you know, number one, we both made par, a little comfy par. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Ball in the fairway, put the ball in the green, two putt par, we were out of there. You know, next hole you, you, you bogeyed, I doubled because I was freaking in that terrible spot that I'm always in. And I said, I wasn't going to be yep. in. Yep. And then you birdied it, right? I, I did. I birdied the third. Just hit a great approach shot. It hit a good bank on the right-hand side of the green and, and rolled right at the hole. So I, I definitely had some good luck. You know, this 38 didn't come without some good luck. You had a few bounces. I definitely hey, got some bounces. Um, it happens. Yeah, I know. had a chip in as well. Yeah, so, you did. You and I've been really, hole. I've been really working on my chip. And so mm -hmm. I was actually, what is it? The fourth hole. Um, I had a, a chip from it was the fringe and it was like kind of behind a hill a little bit so i could have chipped it or i could have putted and it was going to be a weird putt but i opted for the putter i'm like i want to take the safer club but chip god knows where that could end up yeah so I took the putter and i really didn't i wasn't too happy with it the the grain of the fringe really pulled the ball away from the hole i didn't take it into account yeah you always gotta go higher on those yeah so so i was a little disappointed and when you and mark were walking away from the green i i did have my it was my eight iron because i'm just doing the, like these little tiny chips with the eight iron from those areas from those spots i'm like yeah let me see how the chip would have been you know boom and i did it and it, and it wasn't like it was great but it was a little bit better than the putt was yeah. so i was like yeah you know what the next time i have this opportunity i'm gonna i'm gonna putt from the french i'm gonna hit my eight iron from the french chip with it and the very next hole i had that opportunity and i chipped it in for par like that yeah, was awesome. awesome yeah that was really cool yeah i was actually glad to see you use the putter just 
because I don't think I've played with you since you've had, you know, your short game lesson and you tend to have the army golf a little bit. So yeah, yeah, it, no. I was like, all right, sweet. Like, yeah, yeah, good choice. Good choice. Freaking ball in it all, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, a, that's the name of the game. Get it on the green. So yeah, then, yeah. So we both parred that par five. Um, then we then you parred what? The, oh yeah, the par three after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you you guys both stuck the green. I remember yep. that. I think I was short. I yeah, I was in between the bunkers. I hit a decent chip and two putted. Yep. Um, next hole. You got Molly Buttons, Billy. Not only did I get Molly Buttons, well, it didn't hit. Is that blow up hole you were talking about? Yeah, man. So I shot a forty-five on the front with a nine on that hole. I mean, crazy, I'm man. pretty sure last time I played there, this happened. In another episode, we talked about I shot a mm-hmm. nine on the one. I'm pretty sure last time we played that, I birdied that hole again. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I go from a birdie to a nine on a hole. <laughs> so, yeah, my tee shot, like worst tee shot of the day, just I lose it in the hazard, lay up, chunk it in the water, Molly buttons myself, then I'm on, and then a two putt for whatever, nine. So, yeah, I mean, two, two, you know, penalty strokes on the one hole and a layup. Yep. But and then quite honestly, I let it go. I parred the next hole. Yep. Actually, I, I parred part, I parred out. So yep. um, you know, 45 with 18 putts. I didn't know my score. I honestly, when we were walking off, I was like, that's probably 45-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll I'll take it, you know. I mean, obviously a 42, 43 is better. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think it's right there. I don't think I putted particularly well um so I, yeah I, I was feeling good i think you were feeling good you know, yeah get to 10 and 10 got ugly i mean you doubled 10 but yours wasn't a, an ugly double no i mean ugly yeah eight. i hit it in a bunker and had to get out a fairway mm-hmm. bunker I, yeah I, like i don't feel like i hit a bad shot on that hole i just got stuck in a bunker and kind of had to lay up you know then i two putted if i could have one putted that for for a bogey Mm-hmm. now i'm feeling pretty good but then the next three holes really got i'm so i mean i well one's a par three i went seven six 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 so i went double 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 triple to start the back and right. pretty much killed any shot at a good score right yeah but like you said you, you tight dispersion you still shot 49 on the back you know 45 49 I mean, well really not bad and i said to you too i know a lot of times people are like oh i i could I could drive, but I couldn't putt today, or I had my irons, but I couldn't mm-hmm. chip and this and that. And I'm trying to look at that instead of as a negative, look at that as a positive. Cause I had 14 putts on the back. My putter, I feel like yeah, it was really, on fire. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of one putts and they weren't like, I mean, I did have some good chips, so some more short, but I, I was hitting 12, 15 footers, mm-hmm. or at least it felt like it. But instead of being like, Oh, I could finally putt, but I couldn't do anything else. Be like, no, like, I'm trying to look at it. Positively. I'm a good putter now and yeah, I'm going to bring good... the rest of my game along. Exactly. So yes. I didn't have my best back nine, but you know what? My putter saved me and salvaged a 49 because I could easily could have had 20 putts mm-hmm. and shot a freaking 55, you know? So yeah. like, yeah, that no, was good. Something to be said for, you know, even when I, ha- I, I went seven, six, triple, double, I never really, lo- I never got a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you parred. Like, you know what? I'm just, I'm fighting through this right now. You and know? and, and right after that, you parred the hardest hole in the course. Yeah, yeah. And then I parred the next hole. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I doubled, bogeyed, and then I 
bogey to end the round. And quite honestly, I should have hit that par putt on 18. Yeah. I wanted to. It wasn't particularly long, but you know, but I find it, I find it interesting that the, you didn't start reading your numbers off the scorecard until you got to the back nine and you ran into a tough stretch. Why is it that we, we kind of focus on that, right? You could have been like, Oh man, I started off par double bogey par, you know, but instead we're talking about the doubles and triples and yeah, no, I mean, true. I mean, on the front, this normally what I like to do is count how many bogeys or better I had, Mm -hmm. um, on the front, you know, seven seven of nine holes yep that's pretty good yeah yeah <laughs> and, and that's when you're gonna sh- and that's with a nine yep and that's what i was gonna say like what what, what are some of your big takeaways from the round so I, I think for you a huge takeaway is try to avoid the blow up hole right the nine you know that nine's a seven you know and we could play the ifs and buts game you know all night long but but just getting rid of nines would would definitely help. Yes, yeah, second round in a row, I've had a nine there. Yeah. Um, my big takeaways, well, honestly, man, I, like attitude is everything. I Dude, my just, number one takeaway: play comfortable. Attitude yeah. and play. Don't play outside of your skill level. Don't go for the hero shot. Don't you know? Just yeah, it was crazy too. I mean, because we're playing with this guy who I think was one under on the front and for the first like five or six holes, like we were matching him like shot to shot, you know, he yeah. was probably making a little couple more putts or something like that. But like, it really, like, I was like, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah. Hanging with this dude. Who's like a scratch golfer, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hit six greens on the front. That was yeah. the takeaway. Like greens and regulation is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we know this already. It's going to, I'm going to, I got to get out and start practicing my irons again. Cause I haven't really been practicing those. And, um, because I mean, thirty-eight on the front with six greens in in regulation, fifty-one on the back with two greens in regulation. It is not, uh, yeah, you know. Well, this is one of those stats, and I say it all the time too. But the fastest way to lower scores is hit more greens in regulation. But a lot of times, it's like, okay, great, how? Like that doesn't. Sure. Right. Right. You're right. Faster way, keep the ball in play off the tee. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, club up, you know, reaching. So there are tangible things you can yep. take to do that. Like that one hole, I, second time in a row, it's a narrow hole. It's not a very long par four. Second time in a row, I've hit a hybrid and I've been behind a tree. And this hole, this time, it, take me, it took me two punch outs because my first one, I was like behind a root, couldn't really make right. contact. And then I had to punch out again. Um. You know, I don't think you did well on that hole either. And like, we're walking off. I'm like, next time I'm hitting a seven iron. Like, I just want Mm -hmm. the ball in the fairway. Like, I don't care how far my second shot is because that's now the second time in a row. I've had no no chance at a green and regulation. Right. Yep. Yeah. And and I actually, I I did okay on that hole. I bogeyed it, but, um, but I had to punch out as well. The difference was my punch out made the fairway. Yours made the car path, you know, and Mm -hmm. it just, it just, it, it, that we've talked about that before. That's something where, and you were a little screwed being on that route and things, but you got to get your punch outs into the fairway. Oh yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was just, it was a bad shot. Club, club pro guy, dude, come on. Well, this is going to sound really like, I, I'm not even complaining. I mean, it wasn't a great shot, but like there was also, so I hit the ball and it was rolling, but like where the cart path came up, 
Mm-hmm. So like I went over dirt onto the carpet and then it was like an inch higher. So right. it was like almost like a little mini curb and it hit that. So I'm like, if there was no carpet there and it was flat, it would have rolled another 10 yards. It hits, right. It would have made it. Gotta be yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, you catch the lip of the carpet. Yeah. yeah. But you know, what are you going to do? Yep. Nothing you could do. Rubber the green, man. Rubber the green. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, no, no. So I had a few takeaways. So one was definitely play comfortable attitude wise, club selection wise. I just feel like playing within yourself has really been the key lately. Um, hitting the greens and reg and you're right. It's not really a piece of advice, but it just makes me realize how important it is even. And we've talked about this too, even if it's not necessarily in regulation, but like getting it on the green, like just sticking it on the green two putt, you're never going to do worse than bogey. And um, what else did I write down? Uh, take the easy chip, which I, I, t- I touched on a little bit already as far as, you know, I feel like I've gotten that, that kind of eight iron chip around the green and on, you know, in, in, whether it be in the fairway or the fringe or a tight lie, I've gotten that pretty good. So I'm, I'm going to focus on that a little bit more. Um, my feel improved, you know, I yeah. didn't let me use the range finder and I feel like playing off feel is really a better move. Cause same thing, like you were talking about your three wood, you know, not uh, being broken on uh, in the round and, you know, you would have gotten upset. Like if I was, if I just randomly forgot my range finder one day or something, I'd probably be like, Oh man, this is going to ruin the round. Blah, blah, blah. But because I knew I wasn't going to be using it, I just had right. the right attitude and was just like, like they oh. haven't played golf with range. Finders right. Exactly. 200 years. Yeah. It's definitely not needed. And then, so this other thing I was going to point out. So I shoot that 40 at the divide, right? So it's a nine hole round. And it ended up joining up with a previous nine hole round to give me a total score of 90, right? So I must've shot a, shot a 50 and then a 40. Oh, yeah. I don't think we even said your total score yet, but maybe that's where you're going. Yeah. Well, I mean, my 38.51 was an 89, right? So yeah. I, I said 38.51, so it. 89. Yeah, dude, second time I've ever broken 90. But I was just thinking about this earlier today, right? So let's say that that divide nine didn't pair up with another nine, right? right. Like it, it was just out there by itself. Then we go play Stonebridge. I shoot a 38 on the front. Can I just call it quits and leave? And that's a 78. I mean, it's a bogus 78. But looking at it that way, first of all, that would just be totally a handicap loophole that I'm not comfortable pursuing. But you actually can't do that. But so, like, if you intend to play 18, you have to play the whole 18. You can quit after nine. I mean, yeah i mean yeah i guess you could have walked out after nine but yeah, you can't play the back nine and not no 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 i can't play it and then pretend like i didn't yeah, play if you want no, to no. go home because you know yeah. it'll match up with yeah. a 40 yeah i guess so yeah. which which I, again i'm not about to do if that's even legitimate i think it's a, a cheesy loophole but the thing that struck me was and, and i realized these were not together they were on two different courses but i'm like two nines in a row total yeah man. man yeah you know, like that's it's that's the fair. first time in my life i've ever nah even been close to you know breaking 80 no one yeah one of my takeaways and this probably sounds a little crazy to some people certainly people who are shooting in the 80s or the 70s or whatever but i used to go out and really hack my way around and shoot a 102 and 98 terrible but i'd be like for my skill level granted there's always shots out there keep the ball in play don't double chip make the three foot putt but i was like for my skill level like i don't i don't see 10 strokes Mm -hmm. i don't practice enough with driver to keep the ball in play like i you know like right okay don't double chip again easy to say hard to do 
I shot this 94 and I'm like, man, I can find 10 strokes easy that right. I know I had, I have the skill for. Yep. That's the turning nine. I'm not going to throw four doubles in a row no. and then a triple, Dude, you know, like that's the turning point. I think like we've both kind of felt it over the last couple of weeks. Like, Hey, it's kind of come together. Right. And, and I think what you're describing right now is exactly it. It's like the confidence in that, like, what, what double chip? No, I do know how to get rid of that, and I need to. You know, exactly. three putt. What the heck's a three putt? I didn't keep my driver in play on that hole. That's an atrocious two shot penalty. But like, you know, like there's just been a, a right. switch. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like it's tightening up. And I said a couple episodes ago, like I'm not I'm like a Todd Hill farm for the first major. I focus too much on score, and I'm like, you're not mm -hmm. gonna, you know, lower your handicap one round. Isn't gonna take you to a 14. And I think it was Adam. Adam Young focused more on scoring average. And I didn't even think about scores so much. I honestly, even right. when I was playing in Myrtle Beach, I was like, just play comfortable, hit the right shots, yep. you know. And I feel like I'm doing a better job of letting the score come to me. And it's easier to do when you're hitting the ball well. Sure. Well. Yeah, making good contact. But I mean, my last like couple of rounds, not that they're anything great, but I, I, I'd go 92, 105, 96, 101, you know, now it just seems to be like 92, 94, 94, 93. You know what I mean? Like that, that round average is coming down. The dispersion yep. is getting closer. Like the, the, the scores are getting tighter. I'm like, Oh man, like that 45, that whole, that's not even a hard hole. I actually really like that hole. I usually play that hole really well. Like that 45. Oh yeah. That's easily be a 42, 43. Yes, no There's doubt. just no doubt in my mind. Yep. And on the back, I mean, yeah, the first four holes were just terrible. Um, the par mm -hmm. three was terrible. Um, I yeah, had a yeah. pretty good and then I scolded out of the sand and then I was in some thick, thick rough. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I started off with a seven, but I was like, ah, it wasn't even that bad. I don't even remember the next hole, honestly. But what I'm saying, like, there's, I know that there's a lot of shots out there mm -hmm. where last time, you know, the, the shots were there. It's obvious when you're shooting a hundred, the shots are there, but it's, it's you didn't have the ability you, to see them. Yeah. Yeah. And the ability to do something about it. Now right. I'm like, oh man, I've, I, I can't wait to go back to Stonebridge and, yeah. you know, Yep. Shooting 85 or whatever. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Like I, I thought I putted pretty well, but I had 37 putts, you know, and, and I'm hoping to get down to like a 30 to 32 putt average. That's five strokes right there. You know I mean? Like it's just, yeah. You know, like no I reason I can't get there. I definitely didn't feel like I putted well on the front and I had 18, which isn't terrible. I mean, it's not, you know, two putt every hole is fine, but on the back, like you, you can feel the difference between a 14 and an 18. Oh yeah. yeah. Nine. Like, uh, like on the back, it felt like I couldn't miss. Yeah. Well, cause you didn't, right. I mean, you didn't have any three putts and you had four one putts. I mean, like that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That and some out. were really close. Yeah. You know, pro pro finishes with twenty eight putts. I think he's pretty happy. Yeah, no, that was that was yeah, that was that was fun. But like I said, try to you know, try not to you know, bitch and moan that oh if I can only hit my iron, you know, like no, like yeah, I can putt and and I love it. I love oh, the all right, there you the, go, the Cleveland scene. and I love it. Yeah, baby, it's I love just, it. I love being like great. 32 plus not great but like 
I was draining some putts and old Mark was like, damn dude. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like I, like, honestly, I would take draining a 22 footer over like a 200. I was going to say drive any, two, I just love it. I love two it. Two years ago, you were like, I just want to be the guy who drains everything. And, yeah. all, and all the younger big hitters are like, how's this guy beating me? Mm-hmm. And, and you're getting there. You definitely Chipping are putting. Yep. And I love it too. Cause it pisses people off. They think putting's not part of the game. Yeah, I'm better than yeah. this. There's that old, I think it was no. Tommy Armour, the guy used to rag, oh, I'm so much better than you if putting wasn't part of the game. Mm-hmm. I hate to tell you, dude, but it's it's actually a pretty big part. <laughs> I was going to say, not only is it a part, it's a gigantic one. Yeah, I just love it. Like, the dude we played with, you know, last time was cool about it, but so many people, you can just tell, just just like, what the fuck? This guy's got no business, you know, mm-hmm. 20-footers for par. <laughs> Love it. I'm hoping to get there, dude. You're my idol. So I got to yeah, get mean, down to 30 putts. I mean, you had 37. You had 16 on the front, not terrible. 21 on the back, dude. Yeah, like, the back was brutal. brutal. Yeah, the, the back really all around was just a double bogey fest. Three putts I, I, galore. You know, you're saying, you, know, like, you know, if you get that, that's five putts. I mean, yeah, you get that down to just a two putt hole on the back and you're looking at an 86. Yep. Yep. And, and I will say I did think about score, not in that I knew it. I didn't know my score when we made the turn, but I knew that it was really good. I was like, I, I probably shot a 40 or lower. Like, a, you know, so it's like, hard not to know when yeah, your yeah. highest hole is a five and there's only yeah. two of them. Right. Of so them it's, whatever. you know, it's certainly going to be lower than 45. And, and I was just like, I just like, just shoot in the 40s, man. Just shoot like a 45, 46, 48 even. Yeah freaking 51 and, and i knew like again i knew that i was not having a good back nine and again didn't know my score but then on 17 and 18 i double chipped both of them my only two double chips of the day to double bogey those holes instead of bogey them and those two strokes made it a 51 yeah. instead of a 49 it's crazy it's so weird yeah. the brain just knows stuff well another takeaway or slash accomplishment and we talked about it in previous episodes of kind of changing up what we hit and i did hit driver i did say anyway the ninth hole has been kind of a nemesis hole quote unquote i'm like i am changing the way i play this hole yep and it actually i said i was going to hit three hybrid i didn't because my three hybrid is broken so i hit driver and i was hitting driver well enough to where i felt Mm -hmm. comfortable hitting it yep didn't hit it ob left but my second shot where I would normally either try to smash three hybrid and then another time when I still, it still nemesis me, I smashed five hybrid. This time I hit a seven iron. Yeah. And I you stayed driver. back of the water. Yeah, The water was never even in play. Never yeah. in play. And I played it on the left side. So my well, approach never brought the, the water in play. Yep. Driver, seven iron, pitching wedge, parred that hole. Yep. Lot, like it just like my my I guess my you know, I put it to a takeaway is like your mental attitude and strategy can change holes yeah. drastically. Your your hybrids were costing you because you can make good contact with them, but it's hard to place a hybrid, right? As a 20 handicapper, it's hard to really place a hybrid. So a lot of those shots where now you could hit a seven iron, and granted, it didn't go as far. But you didn't want it to go that far. Right? You well, were kind of like thing. defaulting to the hybrids. Yeah, you, you hit th- like your seven and your six. You know. Yeah. So. Well, I used to think hybrids were good 
good to use on second shots on par fives. And that's just not the case. Right. I need to be hitting irons to where I want the ball to be. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you go driver off the, off the tee, you do not, you do not need to hit your second shot as far as you can, if you're going to be laying up, you know, mm -hmm. like going into these, these par fives, just knowing it's a three shot hole. It, it yeah. You yeah. Never have to take those hybrids out. Yeah, there was that one, and then you mentioned it earlier, par parring the hardest hole on the course. Like yep. After starting off with three doubles and a triple, like I, I wanted that hole. I wanted yeah. to turn it around to like was, prove to myself was, that like I wasn't going to just... Also, the first it. time you've played that hole in a while where the whole hole was open, right? Like in, the, in yeah. the, your past rounds at Stonebridge, they've had so much trouble with the turf that they've been playing that as a temporary par three. Mm -hmm. This is the first time all year you played as a par four. So I think it also kind of like give you a mental reset. Like, oh, I haven't played this hole yeah. in a while. I'm going after yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I cool. did say that. I'm like, this looks completely different. Like I haven't yeah. played this from a tee box in, in months. Mm -hmm. So that was good. Well, all right, man. I think we covered it all. I, I I don't really have anything else. You got anything else going on? Nah, just I mean, tomorrow. Nah, shit. Well, tomorrow was Friday. It's not. Uh, We're playing a week from Friday. Yep. And we'll uh, record again after that. So I'm looking forward to the. Yeah, to, to I got a that lesson round. this Friday. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there'll be a lot going on in the next uh, week or two. Yeah. I'm excited. And we've been changing up our, our accountability plan and then the workout routine. We'll talk about that a little bit next time. Yeah. Uh, cover cover the next round and uh, maybe get a get a fund update. Yeah. And we're going back to the uh, infamous. Well, last time you were at the divide, you got shot the 42, right? Uh, 40? Oh, the 40 on the nine. Yep. And the last time I was there, I shot a 42. It's correct. It's correct. So let's get, let's get out there. Play comfortable. Don't put the pressure on ourselves. No <laughs> pressure, but um, we did talk about you know real quick before we go. Um, just a massive, massive difference between playing courses you know and courses you don't know. That was a huge. I don't want to say it was a mistake with Todd Hill Farm because Todd Hill Farm is a ton of fun. It was a huge mistake for us to think we were going to go up there and score. Yeah, a like, hard course that you don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. just silly. It's just mm -hmm. silly. You can love the course. And, and, and I think that, you know, if, if a lot of the reason why we even started doing this podcast was like, all right, we got to hold ourselves accountable to something so we can actually get better so that when we go on golf trips, we're not having the worst rounds of the year on a golf trip, you know? <laughs> right. And we go on a pseudo trip. Yeah. And, and I think we also, but like just the realization now of, okay, when you go on a golf trip, maybe you should expect to shoot four or five strokes worse than your regular round because you don't know the courses. So stop beating yourself up for shooting five or six strokes higher yeah, than your regular a round. a hard you know? course. Yeah, it's just absurd. With Our expectations just, are out of whack. Yeah, terrible expectations. And I think it's a, kind of an eye-opener to all the more reason. Like, I, I never played that course in Myrtle Beach. There was a ton of water. It wasn't nearly as hard as Todd Hill Farm, but mm -hmm. big difference was I was comfortable. And yep. I committed to playing comfortable. Yep. And it was just a huge, huge difference. Yeah. Todd Hill is not the kind of place where you can just kind of cozy yeah, on it. It's like I'm comfortable. comfortable there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, every hole is 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 trying to trying to fake you out, trying to trying to get you to know, make a mistake. And uh they often succeed. Yeah. Yeah, but good stuff. I'm I'm freaking pumped for next Friday. Can't get here yeah. soon enough. This is also the time of year, I think, in the past where probably both of us, but I'll just speak for myself. 
I would start to not play as much because it gets oh, so yeah. dang hot here. It's and, hot. Uh, yeah, it's hot. And I am just, I'm committed to keep and stay the course, man. Get out there and play. Get out. Just got yeah. That's the key to getting my handicap down. I just have to play a lot. Bring lots of water, bring a cold towel, yep. powder, yep. keep the powder dry. Yeah, that's why I like the bucket hat. Like, I throw the bucket hat onto yeah, the faucet. Man. and to do, do what you got to do. But I, I actually cool. think if, uh, I mean, we teed off at what, like 2 o'clock, oh, 3.30, whatever. I mean, that's like the hottest part of the afternoon, you know? Yeah. Um, next Friday, we're playing at a little, you know, 10 in the morning. So we should be out of there before it gets, you know, real hot, middle of the day hot. Right. But one of the benefits too is because a lot of people are like us the course starts clearing out a little bit more i mean you still got the covid boom but right. the heat will will you know, it's been much easier to get back. a tea time last couple of weeks it's been yeah. much easier. I, i've just shown up and played dying you know like yeah. it, it's been much easier all right man well uh yeah we'll you know get our practice in get our uh, lessons in or whatever we got to do and all right. Yeah. So next episode, maybe we'll be about uh, the new accountability, new practice plan. And um, and then uh, round catch up. We'll have a round. Yeah. So after the next round. Sounds like a plan. All right. Love it. All right. Have a good one. Later. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review. You can also check out the show notes at yourstillaway.com and follow us on Twitter at YSA Podcast or on Instagram at Your Still Away Podcast. Also, you can get more detailed email updates on my journey to get to a single-digit handicap at Chasing80.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Till then, hit them straight.